Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the MCU Binge. Basement Binge. This week we watched Infinity War. Finally getting into these big movies here. Anyway, my name's Harrison. I'm Kelton. And I'm Cade. Let's get to it. Okay, everybody, you guys know the routine. As always, even though we're still talking over Skype and it's kind of weird, we're going to start with a spoiler wall where you get our spoiler-free reaction to the movie. And, uh, yeah, one minute of uninterrupted time. So, I will go first. I'll go first on this one. I haven't gone first in a long time. All right. All right, kid, tell me when you got my timer ready. Cool, all right, so this movie, a big part of the movie that went out to this was the hype, and, like, a big part of my enjoyment about this movie is the experience that I had watching this movie in the theaters, and, like, that's probably, to be honest, like, the only, well, the one, the one of the two positive thoughts I have about this movie is the experience I had watching it in the theaters and then, like, how well-made it is as a movie. Like, it's a, it's a really, really well-made movie. Um, but it's really hard for me to watch. So, spoiler alert, if you don't know this movie at all, I'm sure you heard the news, they lose at the end. And uh, it's just hard to watch. I just don't like watching it. I don't like seeing people I care about lose. And, I like, it's really good. It's well-made. Like, there's parts about it that are a ton of fun, and the fights are sweet. Like, there's tons of things that are... Are enjoyable about it but like as it goes enjoying a movie it is hard for me to watch this movie because they lose and so for that reason i don't really watch it that much and uh, so i don't have too many positive things to say about this movie because it's just like all the positive things in this movie are just ruined by the bitterness of them taking the big l at the end of this so would i recommend it uh if you weren't already a big fan of this movie I would not recommend it. If you already like this movie, you already know you like it. Just go enjoy it yourself. Have a good time. There's great parts in there. But, I mean, if you're never really into that uh, superhero thing, I don't think this is the movie to to change your mind. So, yeah, that's my spoiler one. All right, is it my turn, Cade? All right. All right, let's do this. Okay, so I didn't watch this movie right when it came out. I was on my mission at the time. but So I came home. And I had a bunch of my friends and I was like, look, you really got to watch this movie. It's crazy. It blows your mind. And I was like, okay. So I, I caught up on, on the movies that I missed in the MCU. And then I watched this movie. And this movie is firing on all cylinders that it is jam-packed. Like, every scene is crucial to the entire movie. And so, like, like 
Ugh. Okay, it's hard not to spoil anything, but from the very beginning, you're just like, your jaw is just dropping. Like, oh my, did that like really just happen? Is that allowed? Like, that is <laughs> totally like blowing my mind. Like, and so it's kind of crazy. But to summarize my experience, the first time watching this, when I, um, so towards the end of this movie, I was sitting on the couch and I was at the end of the movie, when the movie finally ended, the credits started rolling, started rolling. I was leaning forward, like grasping my like calves. I don't know why, but I was grabbing my calves and hunched over and I was just so tense and like uptight because this movie was insane. Like I would, you know, it does something that, um, not a lot of movies do kind of like what Harrison mentioned in his spoiler at all, but it will throw you and it will keep you like riveted because it's so intense and you're cheering so hard for your, you know, the Avengers and everything. So it, it definitely hooked me good. And I think it'd be fun for anyone else to watch it as well. And I think I would say you could even do a standalone with this just because the action's that good and it's that entertaining. So yeah, that's, that's my spoiler wall. Nice. Okay. All right, here we go. This is my spoiler wall. Okay, this movie has I Oh my gosh, this movie is crushingly good. And the reason why I say that is because there's like what Kelton said, that the the action and story is so jam packed that you, you can't miss a scene. But it doesn't feel rushed, if that makes sense. Like it's you can you can feel the intensity and you can feel just the huge just ooming cloud over this whole movie of what's gonna happen, and you and you want so badly for for it to go to go a certain way, and you just it doesn't ruin the movie at least for me. Um, but like I said, like I watched this movie um, in theaters, and my mouth dropped so many times, just like just jaw dropped, just complete shock. Surprise! Like oh my gosh, now what's gonna happen? Now what's gonna happen? And it's almost like a good TV show. This movie. That once you finish that, you gotta get you gotta get sub you gotta get you gotta, you gotta watch Avengers Endgame in order to be satisfied. You know, you gotta marathon it. You know, so I want to recommend this movie, but this is not for the faint of heart. This movie, I'll say that It'll, it it drags you into it. But I would recommend this movie. All right. Well. All right. I- I'll, I'll take back what I said then. I'll, I'll at the end of this four walls. <laughs> I, I still don't like hey, this don't movie. Hey, don't change so. it. Well, let, let me rephrase it. Let me clarify. If you have not seen this movie, I recommend that you watch it. The first time you watch this movie, especially if you're a big fan of the Marvel movies, there is a ton to enjoy. The pacing is good. It really is jam packed. The villain is intense. The, like it's just a it's a good movie to enjoy the first time. But I will never, ever rewatch this movie again, except for when I'm watching through the whole. Like, I'll never, like, hey, let's just watch Infinity War. Like, I will only <laughs> ever rewatch this movie when I'm going through the Marvel movies. But if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. So, there's the clarification. All right. Good to know. But that's the end of the spoiler wall. So, if you've not seen this movie and you don't want anything at all spoiled for you, do not listen anymore because we're about to drop it. But we appreciate everybody for listening. Uh,. Go watch the movie. Come listen to the main episode. Everybody else, on to the regular scheduled program. All right, let's do this. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, so first segment here, this is two cents. So this is a lot like a spoiler wall, but this is two minutes of uninterrupted time where, with spoilers, we get to talk about how we feel about this movie. So super quick breakdown of the show. I haven't done this in a long time. What we do is we start with our two cents. 
which is two minutes of uninterrupted time, followed by our ranking and how we personally rank movies here at The Basement Binge, followed by what we call binge points, which is Easter eggs and details, least and likes, which is what you think, what is exactly what it sounds like, favorites and least favorites, and lastly, fall in, where we discuss the meanings and messages of the movie. And yeah, so like I said, two cents. Here we go. I'll go first. Cage, you got my two minute timer for me? Alrighty, so like I said, uh, this movie, I can't, I was serving a mission as well, came home, and there was all this hype about Infinity War happening, and I was like, what the heck's Infinity War? Like, like, what is this? Just being so taken away and out of pop culture. But then my younger sister, she was all hyped for it. She's like, you gotta watch this movie. You're coming to the theater with us. She bought me a ticket. I was like, okay, I got excited about it. Go see a movie that I heard was pretty good. But there was like so much that I didn't know. I hadn't seen Civil War. I hadn't seen a ton of movies. I hadn't seen Age of Ultron. Like, there's so many movies that I hadn't seen. And of course, I was not on the hype, but like, I went to the theater, and in the theater, like, being with that group of people, like, hyped me up. And like, when Cap catches, like, the spear at the beginning, saving uh, Wanda and Vision, like, every, every, the theater, like, erupted. And I was like, oh, this is important. Like, I mean, like, got me excited. <laughs> like, like, other people's excitement made me excited, made me enjoy it a lot more. And like, that, that, movie theater experience was so good and like now it makes me sad the theaters are closed and i haven't been one forever but so like this movie like is a super intense it really does drag you through the mud and like your emotions are really just like oh hitting on the movie fires on all cylinders really that's what's what kelton said and it's it's well like the movie paces so quick like switching between so many different stories at the same time different locations and planets and oh it's like just going full speed ahead non-stop but like Watching it a second time for me, knowing what is going to happen, like that full speed ahead is just like so much harder to endure because I'm like, I, I know they're going to lose. Like every single one of these efforts is not worth it. I know what's coming. I know they're going to get their butt whooped. Like in the theater the first time is like, I didn't know that they were going to lose. I expected them to win. So I was like waiting for it to turn around and it never did. And like, that's what made it so good is that it, I was shocked. But now there's all that shock's gone. And so watching it again is just like, Ugh, like they're just gonna lose like what's the point just give up like just give it to them <laughs> don't go through all this effort where some of you die and get stabbed and yeah that's my thoughts about the movie very unorganized thoughts all right kid i want to go next hook me up with my time baby okay mm, here we go all right guys this movie holy freak like it had been like three months since i've seen it but man i have like forgot like i don't know Part of the reason why I love this movie is the emotion involved. Uh, because I feel like a lot of the Avengers react how I would react in a case like that. Uh, because, I don't know, some one thing I feel like that the MCU does so well is that they keep their audience riveted in the new problems that come. Because I feel like sometimes the superhero is like, oh, another like villain, we're just going to fight him, we're going to beat him, do our thing, you know? But what Mark... What, marvel has done is that they've branched this out and they have like four or five different stories going at once and so keeping track of them is like crazy like confusing but really good at the same time um it keeps you hooked i think very very entertained like this movie is like non-stop entertainment because there's always something funny or like crazy cool going on like the action or whatnot or just the cool like cgi that you're just entertained the entire time like Watching this doesn't feel like two and a half hours for me because it's like, oh my gosh, like I am so hooked the entire time. There isn't like a lull at all in the story, but wow, this, 
I'd say this is the first, like, movie I've ever seen where, like, it's a loss, you know? The heroes end up losing in the end. But this is... I was thrown more at the beginning of this movie than the actual end when I watched it the first time. Because in the first five minutes, we see... Oh, all the Asgardians are slain by Thanos right after they escape Hela and, like, you know, Asgard is completely destroyed. And then we watch Hulk... The Incredible Hulk get the snot beaten out of him by <laughs> Thanos. Like, hand-to-hand combat. Like, okay, I got chills watching Thanos just, like, methodically just take down Hulk. Like, it's it's terrible to say, but it was, like, crazy cool to watch. You see how strong Thanos is? And then you see freaking the sword dude with, like, the... He sends Hulk back to Earth. And then we see Loki die. And then we think Thor dies because the ship explodes. Wow, I have no time. But, jeez, talk about an opening. Everything we know about the MCU is thrown off, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what the freak. Now I have to finish this movie because I've got to fit, like see what actually happens. So, I don't have enough time, but that's my two cents. Gosh, <laughs> 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 dang it. <laughs> that, that was probably one of the best two cents I've ever watched. Just straight up, that's like, I can't speak fast enough because that's how fast my mind was like going through the movie. Like You just like entered my thought process as I watched the first five minutes of the movie. Kelly, Kelly, you are now the holder of the award of the best two cents. Uh, We should post that on our TikTok or something. (laughs) Yeah, good stuff. But all right, Cade, you're you're up. I will time you. I will time you on this one, so hit it. Okay, this – ah, I just realized this watching this movie. This movie is – it feels like Revenge of the Sith. Like that dire desperation, like that you want to win, but you know it's not gonna work out. So you're just like, there's gotta be some other way. Like, just just don't do that. Don't do this, and you can you can win. You know, go for the head this time. You know, like this movie feels like that. But what was special about Star Wars and how it's like we saw the first four and how everything fell and it went backwards and it was the prequels and so there's a different sort of feel. This is just all in chronological, chronological order, so it feels to me it feels more devastating. Because I'm, I'm maybe just a little more invested in Star than in this than in Star Wars. But here's the deal: like, I want to just point out like the reasoning behind Thanos and what he wants to do. It's like it's very convincing, and you want to say that it's like this is legitimately a good reason to wipe out half the planet because of what's going down. But then. All the lighting, all of his what his 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 lines are, and what he says and what he does, it's just like it's just everything against of what he's talking about, of what he wants to do. And like, there's like one point I want to point out real quick is the um, when he's torturing Nebula while he's asking Gamora for the where the Soul Stone is. Like the lighting on Thanos when he's like just staring at Nebula, just like threatening to kill her, is like looks so dark. Like, it makes, like, this movie makes you fear Thanos. And, gosh, darn it, like, I just, I hate Thanos. Like, he needs to go down. Like, I don't know how he's going to be defeated. Like, you want to be scared of him. And, because he's done so much destruction throughout the whole movie. And everyone's felt that. And he gets away with it. And all this, you know. And, how much time do I have left? Sorry, you actually. Did, sorry, I did not tell you. You passed it like three seconds ago. <laughs> oh, <fine. laughs> so I got wrapped up. No, I, too, I forgot to check. 
Fetch. Your time is up, sir. Mm, you're done. Mm. <laughs> I just got quacked. <laughs> you just got quacked, dude. Sit down, son. Yeah, your time's up. Which moves us to the next segment, which is called Pick Your Poison slash Check Our MCU Rankings. So in this, if you are new here, what we do is we have a four-ranking system of how we actually personally enjoyed the movies. And our system is... Um, one, never watch again. That is uh, pretty obvious what happens there. And then two, we have our um, stream it. Like if you are sitting on Netflix one day and you're bored, you have no idea what to watch, and that this movie pops up on your feed, you're like, oh, why not? You know, I'll watch it. Um, and then you have your third, which is rent it, where you're actually willing to spend a couple bucks to sit down and watch this movie for one time. And then you have our last, which is obviously buy. Um, where you'd actually spend the money to own it yourself forever. So, my ranking for this one is a buy. I I really enjoyed this movie because it's so riveting and the action is insane. And I think it it just the experience is is like one of a kind thing. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about that more once you get to Endgame. But I just think this movie um, is really important just to see that like you don't win every battle, but also just like. I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain like how I feel, but long story short, I would definitely buy this movie and own this movie. So, All right. who's next? Go, kid. Okay, so this movie, it's such a unique scenario because are we dropping all spoilers right now? Or are we, um, well, it's, it's a like, movie. It's true. We did yeah. that with Onward. We had to keep, we didn't spoil it till later. But, this movie is so devastating because they don't win. And I I want to buy this movie because it's such a, it's such a huge, momentous movie. You can't miss out on it. But I don't I I can't I can't justify myself in streaming it. It's got to be a this is kind of like a must buy kind of a thing where you know like um and like it's like those movies where it's kind of like a must buy. You kind of, kind of just like you got to it's got to be in your collection kind of a thing. You don't watch kind of it very like a, often. Kind of like a culture you know, thing, I think. Yeah, kind of like a culture thing, like what Kellen was saying. So, it's it's kind of it's uniquely this is a this has to be a buy in my opinion. It's such a huge thing. So, that's that's that, that's what my take is. All right, so outside of the ranking, do either of you guys like actually own this movie? No, <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I owe this movie. The reason I asked is because I thought Kate didn't. I was like, wow, this is funny. So I own the movie. Here it is. This is a copy I've watched. But uh, for my ranking, I would stream this movie. I if not. I just don't. I will take your copy. Let me tell you why. So like, well, well my question is, why did you buy it? Because uh, I buy movies. This is what I do. I'm like a collector of <laughs> movies. And one of the first things I started. But do doing, you regret buying it? No, I don't. Like, I don't regret buying it. So, hear, hear me out. Like, I'm a huge fan of physical media. I think it's like superior to digital media in every way. So, that's a conversation for another day. So, I bought it because I started to build a movie collection, and the first movies I started buying was the MCU movies. And Infinity War was just released at the time, so it was one of the first that I bought. But 
rewatchability is huge for me in my ranking of movies. Like, just go check out my letterbox and you'll see that, like, almost every single one of them is a movie that I can easily rewatch. There's some phenomenal movies out there, but I'll never watch them again. Like, Schindler's List, that movie's amazing, but that's just too much for my heart to handle and I don't watch it frequently. So, this is one of those movies where, like, the only circumstance I would see myself watching it is if I was with some friends watching it or if I was watching through the whole MCU, like, right now. And it's on Disney Plus, so like I just stream it on Disney Plus if I didn't own it. So, and then if I was going through the MCU and I didn't have Disney Plus and it wasn't anywhere else, I'd just skip it because I just don't like it. Like so much of my, I I really really like parts of this movie, but I don't like the ending that much that it's like, well I don't I shouldn't say that I don't like it. It is hard for me to watch it, so I just kind of don't look forward to watching it. So. Uh- Fair enough. I respect that. Yeah. So I, I'd stream. But so for my actual ranking, I'll re- say mine first because it's probably going to be the worst. Avengers: Infinity War on my list out of twenty-three movies is at number sixteen. So pretty far down there. Ooh, that's a major disservice. <laughs> so major disservice, bro. So you just made yourself some enemies. I want to check something. Is this our? No. Okay. This is one of the few movies where we are. The three of us are at a disagreement. I remember the first one is actually Spider-Man: Homecoming, but huh, that isn't. This is one of the few movies of our whole group that we are at a, a disagreement. So interesting. Good to know. Yeah. So Harrison, you you had it at sixteen. Yeah. So sixteen, and I will say it for like future rankings, which is coming really soon when we re-rank it. I imagine that this movie is going to go down because. Uh, I didn't particularly Whoa, enjoy this time. Whoa, down? And, and there's some movies that I see below it that we have watched that I forgot how much I enjoyed. So, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm normally, like, the most optimistic <laughs> person about movies, but I just, like, I have a hard time watching this movie. It's not because I don't enjoy it. Like I said, there's parts of it that I really, really enjoy. It's really amazing what it did. It's a, it's a good movie. But, I just but struggle when, to watch it. When it comes to, like, so, like, what about Revenge of the Sith? Do you just hate that movie because you know they lose? No, okay, okay. That actually, that's a good point. Like, so, like, Revenge of the Sith. I love that movie. Every single time I watch it, I'm so invested in it that like I can watch it again and like still never lose the hope that Anakin will choose the right thing. Even though I've seen it so many times and the, uh, he's always chosen the wrong thing, every time I watch it, I'm like, come on, like you could do it. Just choose to not become a Sith. I watch this movie, I'm like, nope, they're gonna lose. Like, I have no hope the whole time. It, it's such a different experience. I don't. I can't point out why. I I think this movie is better made than Revenge of the Sith, but my emotions with Revenge of the Sith are way better. Where this one's just like, ah, throw in the towel. Let's get through it. Come on, Thanos wins. Let's get to Endgame. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I am like pretty much polar opposite here. My <laughs> ranking is two <laughs> of the twenty-three movies here. I got Infinity War coming in at number two. So, I really like this movie. I, like, I, the thing is, though, that's weird is that I, like, completely understand, like, Harrison's reason why he doesn't like this movie. So, maybe that just means, like, I'm a psycho or I got some issues. I don't know, but I like <laughs> this movie. So, that's just kind of, like, how I think. So, yeah, number two of 23 for me. Cade, what you got? Four, baby. Number four. That's, that's why I ranked, my, ranked the movie. Um, I don't want to move it. I don't want to move it because how freaking invested this movie is. Also, the fight scenes. I cannot tell you how many times I have went onto YouTube 
or whatever, I fast-forwarded to the point where I watch Thanos and Tony Stark fight, or Thanos and Doctor Strange, or Thanos and Thor, or when Thor drops the freaking bomb when he shows up with shows up with his new weapon. Like I look forward to scenes. Now, the ending part I don't necessarily love. That's the, I, that's not the reason why I ranked it so high. Like I enjoy them getting their butts kicked. That's not the reason why. It's it's everything else. That's why I ranked that high. All right. Well, for our our average ranking, this is number four, right? Okay, put it so near the top in the top five. Uh, you know, no surprise here for my phase three ranking. This is at number ten of eleven. Probably gonna go to number eleven. We'll see. Captain Marvel's beneath it. Oh wow, at the pretty bottom. Sure, pretty sure my opinion of Captain Marvel's gonna gone up. I already know that. Like I haven't watched it recently. I just like already know my opinion of it is gonna go up. No, so, don't put it above. <laughs> don't don't put it above Infinity. Don't do that. Bottom. It's Captain Marvel. Come on. I like Captain Marvel. I, yeah, I back feel, me up here because okay, I know I can't convince Kelton. That's that's a note here. I feel bad for ranking Captain Marvel so low. I can't wait to watch that movie to like improve my opinion of it because I know that I will. See, here's the thing. I actually, I don't agree <laughs> with like Harrison like dropping it below Captain Marvel, but. I'm actually going to jump on his side right here because I actually really liked Captain Marvel and it got like a ton of negative reviews. Like in my, in my, like the entire MCU, I have Captain Marvel coming in at number seven. So, you know, haters going to hate me. I think that's a crime. You got to respect the game, dude. Like Captain Marvel is sick. No, game respect game is respecting freaking Thor with his bad a hammer the very first time like that kind of stuff captain marvel yo oh, come on that movie was trash that's minor dude. league stuff sleep in the first like 20 <laughs> minutes dude of what of, of four dude that movie sucks. no i'm talking about dude, infinity war bro thor and infinity war constantly <laughs> see here's captain the thing. marvel i was so turned off by it because everything went down and the way it was spot I was like okay so she's just like this really sarcastic lady who just got just OP'd and just can destroy everybody. It's like, I got this. Don't worry. I thought See, we were talking about me. Infinity War. Here's the thing. Here's the I thing. thought we were talking about Infinity War. Captain Marvel <laughs> in Endgame is terrible. I hate her as a character. But in her own movie, her I loved sucks. her. I thought she was sick. Like, finding out who the freak she is and like how she has these powers, dope. And, dude, you you can't lie to me when you say you did not get chills at the end of that movie. I don't want to spoil anything. But there's a scene in Captain Marvel where I almost pee my pants because I was so dang hyped. So respect the game, respect the movie. But here's the, here's the thing, Captain though. Marvel. You're the hype man. So it's downplay when you say you're hyped about a scene. See, you're no, always no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. As a hype man, <laughs> I know what, what hype is good and what hype is bad. <laughs> <laughs> As a hype man, I have a final say in hype. <laughs> exactly. You could call me a hype expert, so I would know whether Thor is a good hype movie, which it's not. Like I said, I fell asleep, dude. I was bored. Nothing happens. Or Captain Marvel, where she does that big, super dope thing, and your mind is blown. So, back bro, to the original I'm just point. saying, bro, bro, bro. I'm just saying, Infinity War is above Captain Marvel. That's what I'm saying. The hype level okay, of Infinity okay. War is unmatched compared to. Yes, this I agree with. See. Thank I you. like. That's my. Argument. See, I have I have Infinity War ranked above Captain Marvel, so I respect the game of Infinity War. But I was just saying, I could see the reasoning why Harrison. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. I could see why Harrison would like 
put Captain Marvel up higher. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't like don't that do it, man. I don't like how he's dropping Infinity War, but I respect him raising up Captain Marvel, which we're not talking about that. So but I don't that's know you value that's you valuing Captain Marvel over Infinity War. No, 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 Yes, I have Infinity War as no, I number two. But the point is, yes, I am sad that Harrison is dropping Infinity War. Where do you have Captain Marvel ranked on yours? Seven, dog. I had to like figure out what seven was with my hands. But yes, seven. Where, when did you where did you rank Infinity War? Two. Like I said. I rest my case. Yes, I agree. But I am. I'm not agreeing with Harrison 100%. I'm agreeing with him 50%, dude. That big old 50. Which means I respect him raising Captain Marvel. I disrespect him for dropping Infinity War. <laughs> Take that to the bank, dude. <laughs> but yeah, point is, I don't know how we got to this. We... So our final rankings are Cade and I are buys. Harrison is a streamer. Yeah. So was this was this on pick or poison? Yes. Yeah. Can we move on to the next thing? <laughs> All right. Let's get to binge points, baby. Let's do this. Okay, binge points. Next session. Let's get over this. All right. The binge <laughs> points. The references. The little quotes. The little editing. Whatever you want to point out in this movie, we call this a binge point. Let's get to it. All I already right. pointed out. I want to point out one thing. So the point where Gamora is killed, she gets thrown off this cliff, and the music, oh. I want to say, in that scene is so devastating. This was the first time when Gamora, like when Gordon Moore dies, when Gamora dies, that was the first time I cried in a Marvel movie. Now, I'm not discrediting or, dis- or devaluing Loki. Loki's death was just a huge shell shocker. I didn't know what to, how to respond to that, but the build-up to Gamora and her eventual, her eventual death on Vormir was just huge, and I was like, "There's no way!" Like, I don't know how, how am I supposed to move? Like, the movie could have ended on that note of Gamora dying. That's how huge, like those huge cliffhangers, right? In movies, this that scene, it felt like that. I just want to point that out, like, and this and the soundtrack just really just emphasized it by like times ten. Yeah, that that moment was. I remember I cried in the theater that moment. That moment was sad. The music is super good in this movie, both in like the way that it like uh, makes you feel super sad, but also like in the way that it makes you feel hopeful. Like, even though I'm not totally invested in this movie, the second time watching it, like it still gets you. Like, there's really moments where like they really make you feel like the Avengers are going to win just to like break your heart again over and over again. But just constantly like there are a lot of moments that like make you feel a sense of hope to have it crushed to pieces. But yeah, I, yeah, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Go. I don't remember what I was saying. I didn't have anything to say. (laughs) So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go to one of my kind of binge points. Um, so I noticed a, th- a theme that we know happens in Endgame, but that we see, I noticed the first time watching this, or I at least recognized it this time around, was the right from the very get-go when Thanos is monologuing to Thor and Loki right after he kills all of the Asgardians on the ship. 
and he talks about failure and how he says like to believe with every ounce like I'm I'm paraphrasing it I don't know the exact quote but he talks about how if you believe that you're right like 1000% but to still fail in the end and how it's like crushing and it like kind of like kills you I that's the paraphrase I know I'm getting it wrong but that's like the general gist of what he's saying like I realized they introduced that theme that idea of believing you are so right but failing like the crushing blow that it brings you and like what it pushes you to do. We see that theme continue throughout Endgame. Um, so I just noticed, I thought it was pretty cool that they kind of mentioned that. And then that comes up later down the road when they kind of tie off the whole, um, uh, you, uh, oh my gosh, the whole third part of the MCU. So I thought that was pretty cool that they brought it up so early. Yeah. I had a few bench points. Um, is that like I think what that makes Thanos such a good villain, and I I don't think I really ever like noticed until this time, he like thinks he's right, like a hundred percent. Like although there's like some logic and like understanding to why he thinks that he's totally wrong, but like he thinks he's right, like like he thinks that he has found yeah. the ultimate solution, and because of that, he is like the savior so to speak and he is there and he's the only person who can do it because he's the only one with the will to act on it when it's like like yeah sure you're right that this is a problem but that's genocide is definitely not, not the way the to do it and like he thinks it is and it, it's so terrifying yeah i i actually picked up on that when he was talking to gamora right yeah when that's when i noticed it trying to lie about not finding the soul stone and she's like but you're like Talks, I, I, I'm terrible at remembering what, they exact, what exactly they say, but she's like, you're wrong, or you can't do that, and he's like, I'm the only one who can do that. Like, I'm the only one who has the power and the balls to do it, pretty much, like, paraphrase here. But, like, but he is, like, so sold on this idea that he is willing to, like, we know, kill his daughter, freaking kill millions and billions of people, and just to get this one idea, like, across, which we know, like, from Civil War, there's someone who thinks they're right, and that means they're very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is, I don't know if this is a binge point or something else, but, like, I seriously wonder, like, so Doctor Strange, when he saw his 14,605 outcomes, like, how in detail did he see, like, did he see Star-Lord be a total idiot? And ruin the whole plan. Like, <laughs> was that supposed uh, to happen? Oh, I hate that moment so much. Like most, yeah. That we'll get, we'll get to that later. Yeah, but <laughs> like, did he but, see that? Like, how detailed did he see it? Or like, did he just see that Tony Stark had to stay alive? Because like, we know that that's super crucial, and like, to the point where he was willing to give up the time stone to keep Tony Stark alive. But like, how in detail did he see the one way that they succeed? Which also like makes me wonder on a side note like because thanos is like he's a huge respecter of like sacrifice and commitment and like giving your word and like i don't know like he really expects star lord when star lord like tries to kill gamora like you can tell he really respects him he respects captain america and tony stark because they like understand sacrifice and i wonder if when um dr strange gave Thanos the time stone he said like as long as he lives I wonder if when Thanos snapped he like snapped with the idea to keep Tony Stark alive and like it wasn't just luck like I know that everyone else staying alive was just luck but like I wonder if specifically Tony Stark was Thanos keeping his word to Doctor Strange which stupidest thing to think about but I was thinking about it (laughs) 
It's interesting to think about, yeah. So, yeah. Um, for the sake of time, uh, is it cool for you guys if we move on to the next segment? Yeah. Dope. I'm cool with that. So that is our least and likes, which is exactly what it sounds like. Our least favorite scene and our favorite scenes. So I'll go first. My least favorite scene is when Star-Lord is an idiot. Amen, brother. I hated that part. Hate it. Yep. Every time. It's just like there's no way to get around it. That scene freaking sucked. Well, like, also, this, also, I have an honorable mention for it. Is this one of the first Humble times we're all in for agreement for the like the least favorite scene? I think it is. I think it is. Okay, that part sucks. Let's get it in, there, <laughs> brother. <laughs> okay, honorable honorable mention: Wanda and Vision's romantic relationship. I do not like it. What? It doesn't make sense. What? No. He's a freaking machine. Like, dude. Okay, you gotta read House of M. Go read House of M. I don't the like comic, it. And it will change your mind. Speaking of which, I'm so stoked for WandaVision because of that. But I, I can't remember the other honorable mention that I was gonna have for least favorite scene. But like, in watching the movie, I was like, oh, that's my least favorite one. And then, and like, I knew the event with Star Lord was gonna happen, but I was like, no, this is worse. And then it got to that point. I was like, nope, Star Lord, you're an idiot. This is the worst <laughs> part. Like. Yeah, like, it's really on, on brand, for lack of better words, for Star-Lord's character. Like, he did the same thing when he found out his mom had a tumor. Like, he, he really acts on emotion and remorse a lot, but he's stupid. Yeah. yeah right. It was just... You hate it, because it's like, frick, aren't they... Like, we know that that actually had to happen for the one thing, you know, from Doctor Strange. That wasn't the way they were going to win. But it feels like it's right there. You know, they take off the glove and, like, the, you know, they just nuke Thanos and you're good. But, yeah, it's, it's hard to watch because it's like, frick, dude. If you could just hold your emotions and check for, like, ten more seconds, you're good. But, yeah, it's it's hard to watch because you see how close it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, favorite scenes? All right, mine This is, is hard. When Thanos shows up, dude, with Stormbreak, or not, sorry, oh my gosh, Thor. Thanos. When Thor <laughs> shows up, <laughs> when Thor shows up with what Stormbreaker. What movie are you watching? Like, hot dang, dude. Talk about power. And I, I've always liked Thor. He's sick. So just watching him just, like, nuke an entire field of these, like, six-armed weird monster things with this giant dope super axe that could kill Thanos. I was like, dude, respect, man. That's That's freaking sick. That one's my favorite. Game recognized game. Game recognized game, dude. That's some good hype right there. Okay, <laughs> I say that's one of my favorite scenes. But, oh, I had another one. And I totally spaced it while you were talking. Oh, yeah. It's when freaking T'Challa is like shouting out, and the whole, whole freaking army is like, Ebombay! And they finally just like, what kind of forever? And it's like, oh! Like, it gets pumped at that scene. It's just like chills so hard at that at that scene. It's just every time. I don't know how many times I've watched this, but watching him scream that, ooh, that's so close to be my favorite. Oh, I have so many problems with that scene. I, but the reason that it's not my least favorite is because of what you're saying, Cade. Like, the hype behind T'Challa and Captain America, like, sprinting, like, way faster than everybody else. And, like, the fight that follows is super good. But, like, it's another stupid thing. They had the perfect, like, strategically, they were uphill. They had a line. The people were in a bottleneck. Like, all they had to do was just stay there 
and just beat the stupid space dogs. But then they decided to run down the hill and like totally ruin their strategic advantage, and then they lost. Oh, it bothers me. But the hype behind like seeing them fight like a boss and and T'Challa is sweet. Uh, my favorite scene though is when Doctor Strange battles Thanos. That's just I wish that fight was longer between the two of them. It's so good. Like Thanos throws a black hole from the like he. T breaks the mirror dimension, and then turns it into a black hole, and sends it back at Doctor Strange, and he turns it into a bunch of butterflies, and then Thanos is like, shook from the butterflies. <laughs> He's straight up like, it's like, Ugh. But yeah, that's my favorite scene. Is yeah, Doctor that's Strange a cool fight scene. Thanos. It's so sick. Dang. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, is it time for Fall In? It is. I think it is. Yeah. Alright, let's do this. Alright, this is the meat of our podcast when we talk about certain themes or how certain parts of the movie affected us in real life. So, mine really quick. Um, I, I This time around, I really thought about human life um, watching this movie. I had a conversation with a friend a long time ago on how we, we agreed that like human life is like so important. And we feel like no one can has the choice or the right to, to take someone else's life away. And that it is so valuable and precious. So the idea that someone such as Thanos thinks he could come in and basically be a god and decide who gets to live or dies. Um, is just I'm completely against that. I completely disagree because human life is so precious and to see like as we see each as certain people die in this franchise in this series it like affects us like it's really really sad and um well i like you said harrison while it seems like thanos like can recognize that there is a problem on how you know people are suffering and stuff like that i don't think killing off humans or life at all is the way to do it so i don't know it just made me realize this time around that human life is so special and that we should do everything we can to save everyone that we can so that's kind of my weird little like no I, no, like, no i agree I like, one thing i really noticed this time is the big difference between um the avengers and thanos because i remember watching this movie like one of the first times it wasn't in theaters but one of the like the second times i rewatched it I was like, why don't they? Why doesn't Vision and uh, Wanda just like make the 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 big move and just like break like? Oh, I'm struggling with my words, but they're not the only ones. But like throughout the movie, I was like, why do they value one person's life so much? And I like I think about it, like if they would have just like destroyed the Mind Stone right then and right there when they were at the Avengers compound, then Thanos never would have won. And like, I mean, of course, because of what we know in Endgame, the it turns around but like it like bothered me I'm like why can't they just make like the selfish move for all the other trillions of people that they'll save and like yeah. i'm still kind of like, wrestling I, I do with that feel like head. that too i feel but like it's like uh scarlet witch she oh she bothered me in this movie for that reason so that's one thing that like i've struggled with this movie for a long time like why doesn't someone just make the selfless move and sacrifice one life for all the trillions that will live but this time like that wrestle that I continually have with that in this movie, it really changed where like one of the reasons that I think that makes Thanos so evil is that like he is willing to sacrifice one life, like including Gamora, someone that he sounds quote unquote loves 
uh, for his goal, and I think that differentiates him really strongly between the Avengers, that they weren't willing to give up a single life for their goal, even though those were much more noble. And I think it is what you're saying, Kellen, like the worth of one life is, is really, really precious. And uh, I don't think it's something that we really get to determine who gets to stay or go. Um, and, you know, I, I just thought it was a really strong contrast that like, Thanos was so committed to his goal that he was willing to sacrifice any one person at any given time he's needed, but like all the Avengers, even like Gamora, was willing to give up information or willing to do something because someone they loved suffered. Loki did the same thing. The Avengers chose to not let Vision die because, I don't know, just a big contrast, which I agree with what you're saying, Kellen. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, like the value of a human life is really big. I was thinking about that too. That it's, there's, there's a wrong way to sacrifice a human life or to make a sacrifice. And it can be represented in this a lot for the, you know, you can have the, you can, you can have the wrong reasons to, to do a sacrifice. And, you know, a lot of people can be in pay all your friends are in danger and everything. And you can risk your life. You can risk a lot of things and, knowing when it when that when that when when it when it's right to really make that sacrifice or to make that decision to do what is necessary takes a lot of maturity and i think in this movie it shows with the avengers that they weren't quite there they knew they understand they understood the the fight and the necessary risk that it had but like the sort of sacrifice that they weren't quite there yet and Tony Stark finally learned that he learns that in at Endgame, you know. There's a lot of maturity in that movie rather than Infinity War. It's this it's this war that they're not ready for. And um it's really hard to take a loss, you know. There's different it shows different ways to take a loss. And it, it explain it goes more into depth about that in in Endgame, but I don't know, this I that's all I really got out of this movie as far as for this segment to really think about and something that's in depth, but also like kind of reminds, this is more emphasis on that family has a lot of, can have a lot of issues, you know, with Thanos and his daughter and stuff. But I don't know. That's main thing was just about like the, the value of a human life. Yeah. It was interesting to think about. I was trying to put myself in the shoes of Vision and Wanda. Like, not that this would ever happen, but, like, if the fate of half of the population in the universe relied on, like, my wife dying, would I allow my wife to die so that everyone else could live? And, like, I don't know. I don't know how I would answer that question. Uh, I definitely can't give you the answer right now. But it's, I think it's, it's something, I, I wouldn't say important, but valuable to think about think about those relationships and the value of that individual life because it definitely is there every single life has immense value they're definitely worth worth keeping and helping others to do that as well yeah well i think that's a really good spot to end okay i think so too well we'll wrap it up then thanks everybody for listening with the basement binge we'll continue uh 
keep cranking out two episodes a week for you guys, continuing with the MCU binge, but also some other movies. So, uh, yeah, if you want to learn more about the show or anything like that, go check out uh, Audiograph. They're a great uh, podcast listening website. They're building an app right now that's coming out. Um, they're a great source. The link to our um, podcast on their site is going to be in the show notes at the top of it there. Um, but, yeah, they're great. Kind of adding the way we can interact between podcasters and podcast listeners back into podcasting. It's pretty cool. So go check them out in the link. Um, but also keep down those show, guys. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, more to come as always. All right. Well, catch you next week. Ciao, ciao. What it, what it do, baby? Peace out, home dogs. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.